Father, I pray, Lord, that you would just refresh Steve as he brings your word to us this morning, that as he speaks, that your words would just flow. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 It's good to see you in the house this morning. Who's excited to see some baptisms? Come on. It's great to see Diane back in the house as well this morning. After a few weeks away, not being too well. We love you, Di. Wonderful. Well, over the next few minutes, I just want to open the Word of God with us. Is that okay? Good. So, don't worry, I'm not going to be four hours. I'm not even going to be two hours. I'm going to keep it short. (laughs) Thanks, Graham. (laughs) Brilliant. This morning, I want to talk about inheritance. Okay? And, uh, guys, you can can go and sit down. Please do. Sorry. I should have... You're standing behind waiting to... Well, I'll let you guys... You go down. Didn't these guys do an amazing job this morning? They've led us so well. Hey, guys, if you're visiting this church, you, you, may, you may think, oh, wow, these guys are happy. They, they dance around a lot and they clap a lot. They're a bit loud. Well, there's a reason why we're, we're happy and we're loud, because we know what our inheritance is. Yes? Amen? And uh, this morning, I want to talk about inheritance. And um, for Becky and I, we're both the eldest in our family, so our family, our parents have taught to us about being the, the executors of their wills and things, of whatever that inheritance is. But my father-in-law has this massive thing in his life where he, he really wants to leave a legacy. He wants to leave something for his children. All of his life, he has built something. Because he, he didn't have anything, he, 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 want, he wanted to be able to leave his children something. Okay, he's still around, so don't worry, he hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> but uh, what I love about that, and what I love about my father-in-law is he's, he's, he's one of the most generous people I know. But at the same time, he, he, he is eager to ensure that his children have something to take on for their children and their children's children. And this morning, we've got an inheritance from, from a man who paid a price that nobody else could pay. And that inheritance is eternal life. We've heard a little bit about it this morning. And uh, what amazing testimonies from our, our four candidates this morning. And, uh, and they're going to receive their inheritance today. Amen. My title this morning is His Wounds, Our Inheritance. His Wounds, Our Inheritance. Now that may seem a little bit strange or weird to you that we are inheriting wounds, but we're not, we're not inheriting the wounds, we're inheriting what, what the price of the wounds paid for that, that Jesus has given us. That's what we're inheriting this morning. And uh, I wonder if you've got your Bibles, if you can turn uh, to Isaiah 53. And Isaiah 53, it speaks of Jesus even before Jesus came to be on this earth. Before he came to do his sacrifice, uh, to, to do his mission. And from verse 4, we're going to read from verse 4. And I've, I've highlighted a few, few things through the scripture because I want to I draw out some of these things if that's okay. So he says, surely 
He took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that was brought, brought us peace was on him, was on Jesus. And by his wounds, are we getting this? By his wounds, we are healed. Amen? By his wounds, we are healed. It then goes on to say this. We are all like sheep who have gone astray. Each one of us has turned our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You see, Jesus, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, Jesus has come for the one, but he's also come for us all. I'll explain that a little bit more. You see, if you were the only person on this earth, Jesus would come for you. And it doesn't matter that this earth is filled with billions of people, okay? Jesus still comes for you, and he knows you today. This morning, my first point to us this morning is Jesus carries our grief and our sorrow. You see, Jesus chooses to take on your pain today. Today, whatever your burden, your grief or sorrow we, we may carry, we have the opportunity to give it to Jesus. See, today you may carry grief and sorrow. You may carry burden. But today you have an opportunity to give it to Jesus because he paid the ultimate price for you. And he takes away that burden so that you do not have to carry it. I wonder how many of us today are walking around life carrying burdens, carrying grief, carrying sorrow. Maybe it's time to give it to Jesus. My second point is this, that Jesus was crushed for us. That sounds, that sounds really graphic and not very nice. And the truth is, it wasn't nice. You know, some of us, we think of a car being crushed into a small box. But this is what Jesus did. They broke his body. See, as Jesus went to that cross, they whipped him. They spat at him. They beat him. And as he got to the point where the cross was about to be hung, they stretched his body. They broke bones. And they nailed one nail into his left hand. One nail into his right hand. And nails into his two feet. And he hung on that cross for you and for me. See, Jesus was crushed for us. He didn't have to go to that cross. Jesus was innocent. But he chose to go to that cross because he knew that there needed to be a payment for our sin. You see, Jesus takes on our pain so we don't have to. Isn't that amazing? 
God placed Jesus as a substitute for you and I. I'm just getting back into my football and, you know, one thing I understand about football is this. A substitute can change the direction of a game. Yeah? Well, by God placing Jesus as a substitute in your life and for our lives, it changed us forever. See, Jesus was seen as insignificant. The world saw him as insignificant, as nobody. But how wrong were they? He was more significant than anyone could have known. You see, Jesus hung on that cross. He died. He was buried. And three days later, this is what happened. Whoa. The tomb was empty. The tomb was empty. He rose from the dead. Because death could not hold him. The grave could not keep him. And he rose to sit at the right hand of God. To act on your behalf. And today, that's your inheritance. Come on. We have an inheritance because of his wounds. But here's the thing. We've all gone astray. There was a time where we were all lost. And maybe today you find yourself in a lost place. Maybe you find yourself where you've turned away from God. In the Bible, we're often compared to sheep. <laughs> Lovely animal. Has anybody tried to get close to a sheep? Near impossible. You see... Jesus came to save us, and he invites each one of us to be part of his family. We have a saying here at Restore Church. Restore Church is a place you can call home. Okay? It's not about the building. It's not about anything else other than the inheritance that God could give you. You see, when you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior... You find home. You find home in him. You find home in, in the one who makes a way where there is no way. See, right from Adam and Eve to those of us who are living now, we've all been disobedient to God. We've all been foolish and followed our own direction. Romans 3.23 says these words, For all, ha who, who all have sinned and all fall short of the glory of God. See, but maybe today it's time to come back to God. Maybe you've been a Christian all your life. Maybe you've followed Jesus all your life. You know who Jesus is. But the truth is today you've walked into this place and you've never felt so far away from God because you've turned your, yourself away from him. And Maybe today you've walked into this building because the message you need to hear is this. It's time to come home. It's time to come home. Each one of us has the ability to sin. But we have a God who forgives. We have a God who has paid a price. And we have a God who has made a way where there is no way.
This morning, my last point is this. His wounds bring healing into your life. His wounds bring healing into your life. Although all of us have gone astray like sheep, Jesus bore our sins so that we may have freedom. You see, when we come to Jesus, I want you to know today that we come back to God. When we come back to Jesus, there is something dynamic that happens in our lives. He brings healing. He takes away the grief. He takes away the burden. He takes away the pain. He carries that that was, was, was bringing us down. He, he brings us into a new direction and purpose. And he, and he helps us and walks alongside us and gives us guidance. See, what does a shepherd do? A shepherd does not pull the sheep. He does not drag the sheep with him. He walks with the sheep and he guides the sheep to the place that it needs to be. Think about that in your life today. Maybe today you need to hear this word because you need healing in your life. You need a fresh anointing in your life. But I want you to know today that his wounds are your inheritance. And it's time to accept that inheritance. It's free. There's no cost. All you have to do is say, God, I'm coming back to you. I'm going to invite Alex up and he's just going to play for us. And maybe today the message is spoken into your life. Maybe today you're here to see a family member get baptized and you've never been in church before. Maybe you've, you've been in church and it's your first time here. Or maybe you've sat in this church for a long time, but you felt a long way from God. This morning, I want to give us an opportunity to come back and receive the inheritance that God has given us so freely. Before we go into a time of celebration and baptizing people, I want to give each person an opportunity to say, God, I want to come back to you. No embarrassment. I'm going to, I'm going to do something really simple here. We can all do it. We can close our eyes, yeah? So right now in this room, I am not, I'm not going to do anything weird. There's, going to be, there's nothing weird. This is about helping people to feel like they're not being stirred at. Okay? That's the only reason I'm asking you to close your eyes. But right now, it's about you and God. With every eye closed in this place, I want to ask you, is it time to come back to the family? Is it time to receive the inheritance that God's given you? Maybe today you want to invite Jesus into your life for the first time. So there's two things there. Maybe you need to come back to God. Or maybe you want to invite Jesus into your life again for the first time. If that's you in this place, I invite you just to stick your hand up so I, I know who that is. Thank you. Come on, every eye closed. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 
give one more opportunity. If that's you, and you need to come back to God, and you want to give your life to Him afresh, just stick your hand up in the air. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, guys. Thank you. With every eye closed, we're just going to pray a prayer right now. Because this is about you and God. You can put your hand down now if you've, if you've, thank you. Lord, today, on the day that we remember your sacrifice, I remember what you've done for me. Today, Lord God, I invite you back into my life. I ask you to come into my life afresh, to be my Lord and Savior. I thank you, Lord God, that your wounds have paid the price so that I might have life. And this morning, I thank you, Lord God, that I can come before you. And I can ask for forgiveness all that I've done wrong and that you love me and that you cherish me and that you want to be a part of my life Amen Lord I pray for every hand today that is lifted in this place and even for the hands that didn't go up because they were afraid I pray Lord God that you will work in people's lives today. I pray, mighty God, that you will do something afresh in people's lives today, that you will speak to them through the baptisms and the testimonies and the power of your blood, Lord God, that has gone before us. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. And we give you glory today. Amen. Amen.